0: Alright, well, uh, welcome back to the Kirby and Essex podcast. We're coming at you from Essex Street.
1: Uh, where Jack Kirby was born, and Stan Lee saw him lose his virginity. Yeah, that was, that's how they met, actually. That's what the first
0: comic was about. That was their first collaboration. It's yes. called The Sex Men, but they <laughs> changed.
1: Stan Lee was a Jewish pimp in the Lower East Side. It's like, I got the girls for You... <laughs> I don't even know what he sounds like, so I can't... You don't know what Stan Lee sounds like. Or you I know what he sounds like. He's an old man. He sounds like an old man. Sorry. You know. Distinguished. Been rich for a long time, and Dan, stop it. I'm not getting anything. All right. <laughs> Dan's he would say Excelsior. To, excelsior, Lord.
0: Did he? Yeah. And you can
1: hear the noises of the city, right? The yeah. Background. Yeah. All right, this is this our second podcast we haven't published the first one yet so if you're hearing this it's up at the same time as the first one uh oh, geez, why are you covering your ears what's that oh, I hear it better. oh oh do you want to wear my headphones oh he's not using them oh yeah you want me to unplug this so yeah okay
0: all right so we're just getting our producer to wear the headphones
1: yeah, we're in my bedroom today because the kitchen was too loud.
0: Hey, welcome to the Kirby and Essex podcast. I'm Dan. I'm um, Tim. And uh, this is episode two of Kirby and Essex, coming to you from the Lower East Side. In the birthplace of Jack Kirby. He was, uh, I think his parents were tailors. Uh, What is it called? Uh, Jewish, like textile people
1: yeah but there's a word for haberdashery they're in the haberdashery business buttons Ooh. and things like that When's the last time you read the word haberdashery it's on. it's still on a couple buildings uh storefronts over here wow that survived
0: i never even noticed that
1: yeah what storefronts i'm like ludlow like what what or are orchard. they orchard like you Taylor's? know like there's shit stores that sell like leather and shit yeah, like that you're like, really how are these even here? stores
0: that look like they're from the 70s. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: That's yeah, so there's weird. a couple.
1: There's not a lot. I mean, the, the leather stores are there, but there's a couple little tiny ones that repair stuff. Leather store. Yeah. And they only sell, like, leather that people wore in the 90s in, like, rap videos. Like, the really big... Clunky, ugly jackets. They're all over outside. They even have one of these, they have a leather uh, bulletproof vest hanging from one of the storefronts that I've been looking at every Saturday for like eight years. No one's bought it. Leather bulletproof vest, huh? It's not, it doesn't work. It just looks like a bulletproof vest. Oh.
0: And it's leather. You know Topher, you know Topher, right? So he, uh, apparently he used to look at a, a jacket all the time. Mm. That he was in love with And he would see it in a storefront in Williamsburg And he went in He found that was from The Fifth Element Oh Yeah and it was designed by like Cartier or something Yeah it was in the movie And it was a prop And they never sold it He's like I love that jacket And they're like alright well It usually costs like You know Several grand But they sold it to him for like a couple hundred dollars Cause oh. No one could fit in it He was skinny enough
1: They were just waiting for the right twink that's true, yeah. They had to the twinkle. Inside. 80 pound adult man to come in and buy this jacket and they found him.
0: So uh he still won't drink kombucha though. Well. Told him it could be good. Oh, but it might have alcohol. He can't drink alcohol. Why not? Because of his cancer medication.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. He
0: was recently diagnosed with cancer. That's a bummer. Yeah. And we hope he gets well very soon, because
1: he's funny as fuck.
0: Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think I'm going to see him tomorrow. He's going to come by tomorrow. What are you guys going to do? No, I just, well, the thing is, on, the only thing you can do is, like, not drink and, you know, smoke, I guess.
1: So, spaghetti. uh. Spaghetti. Yeah, we're going to just smoke, I think. So a lot's happened since our last podcast, uh. A lot of people are in the news but i think the most important thing that's happened since our last one was me almost dying in the ocean while i was away for two weeks i went to my mother's place in rhode island and she lives right next to a private beach filled with rich people which means there's not a lot of waves it's very calm water wait it was calm it's always calm at her beach but we decided to go to the public beach that has waves and there was some kind of storm on the ocean. Wait, the private beach has no waves. Yeah, because the way it's made, it does, but it's very rare that you get anything worth note because the way the rocks are laid. Wow, it's weird. I there was this lady was explaining it to me. What lady? At the hospital <laughs> after. Oh, after a lady at the hospital. Died. Okay, all right. Yeah, so we went to a public beach, mm-hmm. and there were really cool waves, and we brought boogie boards. So yeah. Me and my brother went out in the water and... Just the two of you. Yeah, it was disgusting. There was seaweed everywhere. Uh-huh. Like You felt like you were walking through a swamp. It was just all over your legs and it was uncomfortable. Wait, is that not normal? No, it's not normal. Is that a summer thing? No, it's the storms. They were storms bringing everything sea. in. Yeah. Wow. So we were out there and there were some pretty big waves. Mm-hmm. And I always get really excited. When I see waves As anyone would I love them Yeah anyone I'm a strong swimmer So
0: Oh you are? Oh, yeah. You're a strong swimmer I'm. Um, yeah Oh I think that's I'm like I'm terrible
1: Yeah I, th- I think When you come out of the womb And God recognizes you as a white person He gives you swimming skills Oh he that Slaps ex- you in the ass <laughs> hmm. Um so anyway We're on The waves are coming And I'm Just getting launched And riding them all the way to the beach Thinking I'm really cool and we're out there for an hour. And then uh there's some big ones that I, you know, I couldn't get to in time and they're about to crash on me and I'd have to like throw the boogie board up in the air and dive into it so I didn't get like stuck. Oh. And uh <clears throat> I finally rode this really big one in and I was like on top of the wave. And I had my eyes closed. And I could see it moving me towards the beach. And then the next thing I know, I went right over the top of it. And went face first into the the bottom of the ocean. You flew off the wave over the top. Okay. So if you can imagine someone holding on to like the roof of your car, and then you slamming on the brakes. Yeah. And the person goes off. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. So I hit my face, and then as like my face was dragging, the wave broke on top of me, and the second it hit me, I felt it hit my back. And I saw an x-ray with my eyes closed. I saw an x-ray of my spine being snapped in half. And then I sort of tumbled like you're in a dryer. And then the tide came back out and I was sort of floating in the water. And I started thinking about what kind of wheelchair I was going to buy because I was sure I was paralyzed. And then I thought, all right, I need to, to breathe. Let's see if I could stand up. And I was able to stand up. My back hurt, but I could get up and my face was, like, hot. And then I walked over to the beach and my brother saw the whole thing. He's like, holy shit, man, your face is fucked up because it was bleeding. Oh, you're bleeding. <clears throat> and then I I tried to, I was, like, closing my mouth and I noticed my jaw wasn't closing flush. Yeah. But I was more worried about my back because it, it wouldn't, didn't, like, hurt a lot, but it felt weird and it was sore. Yeah. So I was like, shit, man, go get mom. Tell her we need to go to the hospital, because I figured the more I walk around, you know, the worse I'm gonna make it. I'm but you have like... insurance, yeah. Of oh, course. yeah. So it's not even like a thought, you know, hesitation. Right. You have insurance. You go to the doctors. Oh so my, my mom comes, she sees me, she's like, "All right, we, we." She's like, kind of panicked. I'm like, "I'm all right." We get to the hospital. I tell them what happened, and they're like, "Yeah, we've had like six people come in today, from." From waves. Because the water was so... Uh, yeah, a lot of the beaches were shut down. The, yeah, actually. so... And I also just wanted to get, like, a concussion test because I, I, I felt really sleepy, which was weird. So anyway, they let me in the back, and a nurse came in. She gave me, like, the concussion test where she follow her finger and all that stuff, and they ask you questions. And they were like... They felt my spine, and they were like, yeah, you think you're going to be totally fine? I was like, that's rad. And then they said, just wait here for the paperwork. I was like, okay. And my mom was in the room, and I told her to leave because I wasn't a child. She refused to leave, and I was like, all right. And then the guy in the bed next to us. She like, wanted to be there when you cried because, yeah, like. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to cry. So the guy in the bed next to me drops his cell phone, and there's a curtain be like, it's between right, us. Tim. And she gets up to pick up his phone. So I can't see her anymore. And as she hands it to him, he says, can, can you please get a nurse? And she's like, oh, okay. She runs out. She comes back in, and the guy's like, "Can you please pass me the garbage can?" And I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh shit! Like, you need to stop and wait for the nurses and yeah. don't go near this fucking guy." And I can't see anything because I'm there's a curtain there, and I hear him fucking barf. He throws up everywhere. What? With your mom? All over my mom. You threw up on he your puked mom? All over my mom. Wait, what are you talking about? What? She went to hand him the garbage can, and as she handed it to him, wait, wait, wait. he just projectile vomited all over the garbage can, the wait, floor, and what?
0: her. What? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Were you saving this part of the story for this?
1: Oh, I didn't tell you this? No,
0: you didn't tell me that part of the story. Oh, I
1: thought I did. So my What? Mom, Your
0: mom got puked? Look, that's that's. the, I hear, that's the yeah, story. I yeah. hear
1: the nurse come in, and she sees what's happened, and my mom asks her where the bathroom is. And oh, my God. What was she wearing? She wasn't wearing enough, man. She was we were at the beach. So oh. she had flip flops on and a bathing suit and then, you know, a sort of one piece kind of wait, thing. Wait, wait, and thing. you could only
0: hear what was happening?
1: Yeah. And she she split. She asked the nurse where the bathroom was and once the bathroom. She came back in twenty minutes later. As she walked in, the guy was like apologizing. She was like, All right, yeah, don't worry about it. Oh my she gosh. came in to me and wow. she just That's looked compassion. She looked at me like she wanted to murder. Every single person in the hospital, she was oh. so angry, and I felt bad because like I don't even need to be here, like I'm fine, and I just dragged you to the hospital and you got thrown up on, and she's like it was in my fucking feet, <laughs> got in my bathing suit. Wow. I'm like what? She's like what if this guy's got something crazy, and <laughs> now I'm gonna get it because he fucking puked all but over he's me. Still in the room. Yeah.
0: And there's just a curtain, and she's talking to you. Yeah, but
1: she's doing a she's uh, whispering. No, she's. It's a curtain. So, like my mom, shit, my mom doesn't yell at me, but she can like have a quiet, stern voice. And it was more in her eyes. Her eyes uh, were like, I was like, oh, I haven't seen that look in her eyes since I like, crashed her car when I was a kid. And so, yeah, then we went home, and I got a good picture for Instagram, which then I'm going to use. The picture Tinder. of you, yeah. Yeah, with like the bruise on my yeah, face. Yeah, but,
0: oh my God, but did you tell the world about your mom getting puked on?
1: Yeah, I think I mentioned it in an Instagram post. Oh my and my gosh. mom, like she said later, she was like, I was just being motherly because you were in the hospital. But I don't know why I was being motherly. He was not my kid. And, and then the hospital called the next day to apologize to her. For getting puked on, Whoa. And they they wouldn't tell her why the dude was in the hospital. What? But they said it was nothing to worry about. Like you're not going to get anything. So she talked to them. She asked them. Yeah, because her like everybody told her they're supposed to test you for shit. If somebody in the hospital throws up on you, like what? But, and they wouldn't they wouldn't tell her what it was. She was like, well, you know, throwing things out, and she's like, we can't say, we can't say. Oh. Yeah, and yeah, and then you know, she got fucking puked on, and it was honestly, man, I was like, (laughs) it was, it was too easy to laugh at. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. So I wasn't even laughing when it happened. I was just like, "Oh <laughs> no!" Man. I felt so bad, but I knew it was going to happen when I heard him say, "Can you get me a garbage can?" Oh I'm thinking, gosh. "No, man, don't get him a garbage can. And you can't move. Let him
0: puke on the floor." You're just listening.
1: It's like yeah, a radio show. This happened in, in like 15 seconds. Wow. Um, and I was still sore as fuck. Wait, did she like, make a noise when it happened? Ah, she took it. She took it like a champ. She was man. like quiet yeah she took it like she's been a woman for fifty six years, and she's dealt with some shit. you know she wasn't happy afterwards, but she was pleasant to him uh, damn, yeah, and then I was I tell fine. people I never got like fuck like dirty from it, filthy, yeah, it's gross, Wow, I've never had anybody puke on me. I've seen. I've only seen somebody really get puked on once, when we were teenagers. Yeah. were at a, a sake place, oh, man. Uh-huh. Not not kanka, but there was one on the next street over where Saint Mark's Books was. Not on Saint Mark's Street though. That block right, mm-hmm. um, one block place? north of them. It's upstairs.
0: Yeah. Oh, like the hip- uh, the barbecue place, kind of.
1: I don't know. It's like dimly lit. It's yeah, pretty yeah. big. And then you can put your feet in the holes. I don't remember that. Oh. But yeah, they do have like hot food and shit. Yeah. Um so yeah, we were there and there's a bunch of us, like 15 of us, and then there was some dude we'd never I'd never met before. He was like very nerdy white dude who it seemed like, you know, his family had money and he didn't socialize a lot. Somebody had brought him out and he had a prescription for Xanax. So he oh. he gave us all Xanax. Yeah. And we're just drinking cuz you know, Xanax doesn't really that much to you when you're, when you're drinking you don't notice it oh it fucks you up of course it's oh. like the worst thing to do when you drink cause you black out and anyway at some point we're all drinking this kid probably never drinks and he probably takes a shitload of this Xanax and he gets up to go to the bathroom makes it four feet and then pukes all over four people sitting at a table eating just
0: why why didn't he turn to the turn his head? Well,
1: no, it's very tight in there. Oh. So, it's tables on either side, so someone's getting puked on. Oh. And like the path's not even straight. So, even if he puked straight ahead, he probably would have hit somebody. And he just dude covered two people in vomit. <laughs> and I was so fucked up that I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. And they gave the people money for dry cleaning. Wow. And then I went home, and the next day David Jip called me up who was there? David's famous for being able to hold his drugs. He called me up. He's like, do you remember last night? I was like, yeah. Why? He's like, I don't remember anything, man. Yeah. I took that Xanax. It's so weird. I've read that that's what happens, but it's another thing to like experience, not remembering an entire night. But I remembered everything.
0: It happened to me in college. Uh, I was uh, in my living room, in the dorm room or whatever, and my roommate, he drank a bunch. He did a bunch of Xanax. In the middle of the night, super dark, I don't know why it's dark in the room. I, I remember it was <laughs> yeah. dark though, and I see him walk across the room, and I'm like, "Hey, man!" And he doesn't respond. And he goes to the kitchen dining table. He sits in the chair, and then I can hear him go, Ugh. "Oh shit!" He's, and I'm like, "He's expiring." What the <laughs> like... fuck? And he and he's just taking a shit on the chair. Oh no! He's Pissing <laughs> and shitting on the no. chair, and I'm like, and I go, no. and I go. Yo, yo, what are you, what are you doing? And then he just does it, and I'm like, oh, I'm just, and then I realize, like, he's not really lucid, and then he gets up, and then he just walks back to his room, and I just like, I don't say anything, because I'm just like, well, f- damn, I don't know. I'm just gonna pretend I wasn't there, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It was Xanax, and I was like, oh, man, I'm not gonna mix those.
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody always says don't mix up, Dan or us, but, like, the real danger is, downers and downers you know smoking once in the same college or whatever with a bunch of kids
0: and this one kid he goes to sleep in front of us right he's older than us it's a weird guy you know he goes to sleep and then he opens his eyes and he frowns like really hard not a normal he just he frowns really hard (laughs) as hard as he can because he's sleepwalking yo and then he fucking gets up and looks at us and we're like what dude what's wrong hey what's wrong with you you know he starts moving around, and then we're, like, really freaked out because we realize, like, he's not even awake. Yeah. And then someone's like, should we wake him up? We're like, no, you can't wake up a guy sleepwalking. And then he goes back in the chair, closes his eyes, and he just wakes up. And we're like, dude, what, what the hell is that? Yeah, that's weird,
1: man. I wouldn't want to live with a sleepwalker.
0: It was a super, like, he frowned as frowning as
1: you, like, <laughs> <splash. Yeah. laughs> It was like this. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. Dan looks like his face is painted like a clown. He wasn't happy. Really.
0: He was He smoked a lot that guy. I wonder if he dreams. You don't dream. Really? When you smoke weed, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, did you know that? No. You forgot. When you were smoking when all the I time, smoke,
1: I didn't even remember falling asleep.
0: Yeah, cuz you wouldn't I dream. The thing up. is like something about smoking makes you sort of dream like in real life and then when yeah. you go to sleep, you don't. That's something to do maybe with like DMT in your brain or something. I have no idea being accessed while high and not while you know, so then you utilize it too much, so you don't dream as much. That's cool.
1: I, I mean, I never noticed, I never yeah, Suli said about that. It.
0: Suli cut down too, she's smoking like very once a week now, too. And she said, uh, she's having crazy fucking dreams, freaks her out, really. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I was saying crazy strong dreams are awesome because you can experience, like, the craziest shit in life, murder people or, like, not get murdered, and it's real. Yeah. Yeah, and then you
1: kind of, like, see who you really are. Yeah, last night was the first night in, like, two weeks that I've actually slept from the time I first fell asleep until the morning. I was so bored in Rhode Island that I kept sleeping with my computer in my bed. Yeah. Stuff on, and I would just wake up at 2 a.m., fall back asleep, then wake back up at 5 a.m. What was it, YouTube? Fall back asleep. Just whatever I was putting on. But then last night, I was like, I'm not putting any electronics in my bed. And I threw on. Um, no dildos. No dildos. V- no vibrators. Nothing. Nothing. Not even the e-cigarette Not even an electric toothbrush. And I listened to Aldous Huxley reading Brave New World on like a radio drama thing from your computer. No, I had my phone set up to a Bluetooth speaker Okay And I just passed out When I woke up, it was all off So, it was pretty cool I still woke up at 6am
0: I woke up just 4 too fucking early I made breakfast I had to be at work at 7 I got that letter You know, from the filmmakers Oh, right Yeah
1: Ah uh, Writing is hard, man. Writing's a pain in the ass, dude. And life's a pain in the ass sometimes, man. I went to a barbecue for Labor Day, and it was kind of hot out, and I wore jeans, and I was extra hot. Oh, and then I—I'd been away from the city for so long that I just had, I, and then I stayed in. I think the first night, so when I woke up on Labor Day, I had fully developed uh, agoraphobia. And I couldn't leave the house. I was just, really? I was just—I just had nerves. I was just anxious. I had like a headache, and I dragged myself to the train. Uh-huh. I was waiting for the train. And I was like, "I'm just gonna go home. Fuck this. I'm just gonna go home." And I was like, "No, Tim, you can do it." And then the train came, and I got on, and it was like—it's almost like a death sentence because when you get on the J to go to Brooklyn, on at Delancey, the next stop is Brooklyn, so it's not like. Next stop's First Avenue, and you just walk back home. Yeah. So then I'm on the train, and I'm just like, oh, man, I just want to be in my bed. I need to go home. But then I was like, you know, if I, if I turn around, then this I'm going to have this problem for three days where I don't want to do anything, and everything makes me anxious. So I was like, you got to do it. It's only like nine stops. What? You're going to make it.
0: You have agoraphobia?
1: No, man i was feeling like i did yeah like i was just but it was more i was just anxious because i've been away for two weeks in rhode island yeah and you know it's it's a whole other hodgepodge of my life being a mess so it all adds to it so anyway i make it to the stop yeah i think it was like Halsey or some shit get off the train Still just a little anxious because I'm not that excited about this barbecue either. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a lot of fun. And you're a vegetarian. Uh, yeah. And so I'm walking down the stairs, and there's two cops there. And I immediately just felt at ease, which uh, I realized at the same time that cause you're is, white. A uni- is a is a a really white experience yeah. <laughs> to see police cops and feel, and feel at ease. And I, that started bothering me, thinking about that. Oh, no. And then I realized that one of the cops was... Uh, a guy he used to work out at a gym I went to a few years ago. Okay, and I always noticed him because he was an Asian guy with a very big head, but it was like he had like caricature details. Uh-huh. Like his forehead was like really he had a real his wait, eyebrows you, like came. Wait, out. wait,
0: and you didn't know he was a cop?
1: No, I mean he didn't worry But uniform. you know this is that guy because only He's, one person has only his one face. Person. And he's also fucking huge. That's the other reason I remembered him, because he'd lift like a crazy amount of weight. And I'd what? Just, Jesus Christ, this guy's like fucking troll. What? Where did you work out with him? At New York Sports Club.
0: Alright, so your so, workout buddy cops. No no, I never met him. No, no, I know,
1: I'm just kidding. But Yeah, so anyway, so I I, I just keep walking. And I, I decide to go to C Town to buy beer for the barbecue. And I, I buy a twelve pack of Budweiser bottles. Because it was actually cheaper than cans for some reason. And I bring it up to the register.
0: Wait, they're bottles?
1: Yeah. I bring it up to the register. Oh, my gosh. I pay, and the girl says to me, sorry, we don't have a bag. And I was like, oh, don't worry. It's got handles. Yeah. And I walk out, and his house is two blocks from the grocery store. And I see my friend who's having the barbecue walking down the street. And I start jogging to catch up to him. I yell at his name. He doesn't turn around. He's not wearing headphones, but he's not turning around. And I see his neighbors all sitting out on their stoops. Mm. And I'm running towards him, and I have the 12-pack in one hand, and I'm also holding a bottle of Poland Spring in the same hand. Yeah. And the box just tears. At the bottom. At the handle. At the handle. And and it falls out of my hand. Wow. Hits the ground, and there's just white foam everywhere. Beer spilling into the street. Everyone's staring at me except my friend. He kept walking. Who's your friend? This kid Ryan. He gets to the door, looks over, yeah, and just goes inside. Like, yeah, he probably thought you were a generic hipster. First of all, first of all, he recognized me. Oh, I, I'm not that hard, easy to miss, especially in this neighborhood. That neighborhood? Yeah, because I was the only white person on the street. I think that's where we shot Millie, actually. The and uh, so this old black lady is She's like, I didn't know it was glass. Yeah, it was glass. There's an old black lady in her front, on her front lawn, and she's just like moving around dirt. I guess she was gardening, but there was it was just dirt. And it's you know winter's coming. I don't know what she's planting now. She says, "You better, you better get that cleaned up before Mister." And then I couldn't hear the name. Comes back, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So now I'm like, anxiety's coming back. I'm like, I didn't need this shit, man. you know, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, there's no garbage cans. What am I going to do? How am I going to clean this up? And there's a couple sitting there. They're like, they look like in their, in their forties. It's a lady and a guy. They're both black. And the lady says to me, oh baby, I knew you were going to do that. I saw you running, holding that box with one hand. I said, you going to, he's going to drop that. She's like, I'm so sorry. And then the other guys, the guy next to her is like, did any survive? And I'm looking. And I'm like, yeah, it looks like some survived. And it's like handyman guy walks up, and he asks the same question. I'm like, yeah, looks like they survived. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, shit. What am I gonna do? With I'm not taking this box into the apartment because it's dripping it's with a beer. Twelve pack box of beer glass, yeah, glass bottles. Okay. I, I don't know how many are broken, but there's beer all over the sidewalk. Wow. So then I look up and I'm like, hey, do you guys want this? And they're uh. like. you serious and I was like yeah I'm just gonna buy a new one and like don't waste your money and I was like no it's much easier happy Labor Day and they were like really I was like yeah just take it and they I went I just walked away to the grocery store I like waved goodbye to them and then when I came back from the grocery store holding it with two hands the new box and by the way when I bought the beer again the girl at the register a, a said the exact same thing to me again. Oh, no We bag. had the exact same conversation we had the first time. Like it had never happened the first time. It had only five minutes had passed. Generic hipster. I guess so. Even though I look more like a hillbilly. I said like cut off t-shirt on. Nah, and a shark yeah. hat. Okay. And uh, yeah, my friend came in. I was like, oh, how'd you know I was here? He's like, oh, my neighbors told me some white kid dropped a box of beer. So I figured it was you. <laughs> <laughs> and they said you went to buy more, so I figured you would be here. Your friend Ryan? No, no, no. My other Some friend other who's friend. his roommate, Tony. Uh, yeah, and then we went to the barbecue, and it was pretty lame. There's like six people there. and Six people? Yeah, it's a really small
0: backyard. Oh, man. Um, if you come to Dwayne's barbecue, it's like 20 30 people, good ratio.
1: Yeah, that's what I was expecting. But the point is... I stayed on the train. I made it there. And then I had a whole nother thing that I had to survive <laughs> dropping the beer. And I got through that. And not only did I get through it, but I made some new friends because I gave people some free beer and they were super excited about it. You're like Charlie Brown. Yeah. I'm like Charlie Brown and the kid who carries the blanket. It's like I keep having
0: to turn my head and it's like very uncomfortable, you know, because position. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, to look at me? You don't have to look. You know what I look like.
0: I guess. But you got to look at people when you're talking to them. I
1: think Dan's stoned. He's drifting away. No, that's not true. (laughs)